but it really is just this coming to Christ moment. It's like, what have I done? And but a lot of times it's nothing. And that's, but again, man, like that's, I don't think people understand how admirable it is and humble it is to take that approach, right? Because it's easy to sit here and bullshit yourself. It's easy to sit here and say, I did X, Y, and Z. It's, it's easy to bullshit the boss, right? But when it's you internally and you can't turn it into anybody, you don't have anybody to turn yeah. it into. Like it's just you and your marin. That's a cold world, boy. With it. That's, that's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Oh, what's up, everybody out here? Welcome back to another episode of the I'm a Get in Trouble podcast. It's your boy here, Terrence G. Yeet, yeet, skeet, skeet. And I'm accompanied with the none other than my other counterpart, the Asian representation of this show. <laughs> Welcome to this uh, diversity podcast. How are ya? <laughs> yeah. So Eddie is out, everybody. You can see that we lack Eddie, which it just means it's going to be a little bit quieter of a podcast, probably ran a little bit smoother because we don't have that guy just trying to take over shit and make it about him. So And 100% <laughs> more dick jokes. A hundred. This entire episode will be nothing but... One hour of stringing together as many mediocre dick jokes as possible. Everybody, just put just pull your dick out right now as you're listening to this. Let's just have this conversation. <laughs> Man, so anybody that was tuning in the beginning, you hear us talking about this profound thing. Loy has actually brought something to the table I do want to talk about. Okay. And to do a quick introduction, because I'm not going to step all over your stuff, Loy. Loy has a notebook with a single question in that notebook. Loy doesn't turn this notebook into anybody, but he looks at this question, reads this question daily, and answers it daily. Okay, Loy, so do the rest, please, sir. Okay, so I got the. I was watching Utopia, which is an Amazon show that got canceled, and uh, I won't get into it. But it, it's it's per, it's um it's a show. John Cusack's character asks his his family, uh, like, "What have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world?" And it's like very profound, and it stuck with me. So I every day in this notebook. I write, what have I done today to earn my place in the crowded comedy landscape? Mm. And this isn't for anybody. This isn't like, I'm not turning this in. This isn't a project. This is literally me having a coming to Christ moment with myself every day. And it's depressing at it's, the end of your day. And so behind the scenes, uh, I told you it's easy to laugh that off, right? Because it's it's easy. It, you could look at that easily at like any sort of self-motivation type of book. Anybody that constantly posts the the inspirational memes that you're like, yeah, your life's a mess. That's why you do that, right? Yeah. You could easily <laughs> write people off like that. You're like, oh, yeah, you're super motivated. Got your shit together, whatever. It's super easy to do that. That that That's a dime a dozen. It's cheap to just be flippant with stuff like that. But what you said is accurate. That's a really profound question if you're going to be honest with yourself, right? Because you're not. You said you're not turning. Do you have your wife check it over, Lloyd? That I guess that's another question. Do you? No. Nobody looks at this. No. And and there's some pages where I I at the end of the day, if I've done nothing, <laughs> like nothing, like of actual content of anything of actually moving the needle in any direction forward, I literally have to put I've done nothing to earn my place in this crowded comedy landscape, and 
that's a very short passage. So when you look at a page, it's day one, nothing. Day two, nothing. You get six days in one page. You're like, ah. done nothing. Dude, that's a that's a sandwich to eat, though. Like, if you really think about it, we we often, especially as comics, man, we constantly we constantly lie. And I say that like in, in a respectful way, True. right? Or, absolutely. I, I killed it, or this was packed, and we did this, and I, mm, so and so doesn't like me. So and so is gatekeeping. <laughs> right. We lie pretty often, <laughs> and it's that much easier to lie to yourself when you benefit from the lie. So taking that level of accountability is admirable as fuck. Was it just a movie that that made you do this, or was it just kind of? With everything else going on, the culmination of things, and you're like, "I, God damn it, I'm I'm putting my sand in the my stick in the mud, and I'm gonna move forward from here." Uh, I think it was like, yeah, just that moment of like, you know, I write down, I try to write. If I'm not writing jokes, I'm writing something, some kind of journal entry. Just be like, let me put my pen to the page, and uh, and then that just got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm writing more in this journal than I am actual jokes. And it kind of just devolved into this. What have I? What what the fuck have you actually done today? Seriously, what did you do today? This feels weird because I feel like I'm interviewing my bro, and that's not what I mean. But I'm genuinely curious by this, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, with what what's your criteria, bro? Like what what? It, so you just said posting, right? Like if you make a post or two, does that count as moving the needle? Is it? What's your criteria that meets I, I, the threshold? I, 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 I don't think that it's I, for me. It, since it's just me and my maker looking at this, right? I don't think, <laughs> um, I don't think that uh, I have a, a, a strict criteria. It's like, do I feel like I did something to move the needle? Sure, is it a post? Is it a, you know, as comics, we we make a post, and then sometimes we just try to get a joke out of that, right? Like, oh, let me just post this thing and let me see if I can get a joke out of it. Sure. If I felt like that's something, that's something. But if I just go, I'm not feeling well today. I wish I got hugs. That's that's nothing. That's 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 the shitty part, though, right? It's like that's why I'm really intrigued by this because I know I've done that myself, right? Where I'm like, I don't feel like doing any bit of this. I don't feel funny. I don't feel like I've got it today. I, I you know, X, Y, or Z happen. Any myriad yep. of things can happen, right? And I've found myself forcibly throwing a status out there, throwing some post on Instagram, some sort of video on TikTok, something to get it out there. So it's like, uh, I, I at least did something comedy something. related. Right, right. But even still, like, it's not like one of the ones where I've I've done it and I've put it out. I'm like, oh, that's good. I feel really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it, maybe, maybe the day that I do something is like, oh, I haven't posted anything ever. Let me just get this ball rolling. It, do I feel like that's something to me? Do like, do I feel like it's something? Then write it down. But if it's not like, oh, I just, I'm literally just dicking off at work. That that doesn't mm -hmm. count for anything. It, it's we know, especially at our age, we know how to bullshit the boss, and. Uh, yeah. we know that it's bullshit. The boss knows it's bullshit. The boss is just using that bullshit to bullshit his boss. I'm trying to not be that in my life. I, I've been yeah. doing comedy like 10 years now, right? And I feel like I should be in, and, and I, I think it doesn't matter where you are in comedy. If you feel like you should be somewhere you are not, then you literally have to come down and like, hey, grab yourself by the collar and be like, what the fuck are you doing to get where you think you should be? Yeah, there's, there's, um, there's an old lecture out there, regardless of how people feel about him, Dr. Jordan Peterson, 
is, is a clinical psychologist, reached net, global fame because of the whole Canadian comedy thing that fell out, whatever, yep. whatever. People have their feelings about him. I happen to listen to a lot of his psychology lectures because they, he talks about a lot of this type of stuff, as mm -hmm. well as raising children. And I like that perspective. So as it resolves around or revolves around this type of stuff, one of the things that he said that has always stuck with me is you have to lower yourself to the lowest goal. And it's something as simple mm. as tell yourself you're going to make your bed every day. Mm. I've, I've heard I've heard the, the, the Navy Admiral. Yeah. So you yeah. have that one and it's building up from there. And the way Jordan Peterson frames it, he says, don't worry about the bed. Worry about your room. Get your room in order. So that way, yeah. if nothing else happens throughout all the rest of the day, you didn't get anything else done because your roof fell off, your kid had to go to the, doc the, the, the doctor, whatever, you can still say, I cleaned my room. Right. I imagine this is on that same scale, but it, that it, level of humility that it yeah. takes. And I think that, you know, some days uh, making your bed or cleaning your room is, uh, in, you know, just the order of business, the thing that you need to do to do business. That's That's the entry point. In some days, that is like moving a mountain. You know, we all deal with mental health and, and life and all of these things. Some days making that bed might be you are, you know, defeating a god in your life. Go for yep. it. Write yep. that down. But but some days you go, well, I made my bed, so that should count, right? I should be able to pay my rent on making my bed. No, that's not how that works every day. Yeah. When, when I was coaching roller derby, yes, I used to coach roller derby. <laughs> I used to coach roller derby. When Skates I was coaching roller derby, <laughs> yes. Um, one of the things I always said was you got to be the giant killer. And I always related that to the David and Goliath story, right? Because if you had any – if Vegas was around back in those days, the odds would have been stacked against David, period, point blank, right? But he found a way. And he yeah. found a way not through bullshit and loops or whatever. It was straight up by will, by brute force, all of that. Right. Sometimes you've just got to find a way to be the giant killer. And sometimes that giant is just as simple as cleaning your fucking room. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. rough. It's rough. Exactly. Uh, one of the things I think I was writing about it uh, before, it's like something that I realized, especially being, you know, eight, nine, ten years in comedy. Um, I, I feel that um, you get everything. You have everything. No, wait, what's the saying? You've earned everything you have. Yep. And that's kind of like, oh, you don't have something, you earn that. Oh, mm -hmm. you you've had a bad time, you've you've earned that as well. You've had great highs, you've earned that. Yep. Uh if you look at if you take a, a personal inventory and you say, like, oh, these are the things that I think that I deserve, well, you haven't earned it. You would have had it if you've earned it. Like yeah. that's 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 tough. That was tough for me. And then I ended up here. Yeah, I mean, well, you got it's that weird balance, right? Because I believe that. I believe that, that you earned everything that you have. However, in, in comedy, man, it's not a meritocracy, bro. Like, you and I both know that. Yeah. It's yeah. It doesn't come down to how funny you are. It doesn't come about how, how you can rule a crowd and do all of that. It's not a meritocracy. It is about who you know. So it's that weird striking of the balance of being realistic with yourself while also understanding you can only do so much, but that creates a shitload of pressure. Yeah. At least for me, it does. Right. Yeah. Like, because I constantly have to 
bring myself that dose of reality back to say, look, it's not a meritocracy. Networking does play a part. But I also can't sit there and say that to completely absolve myself of any responsibility and why I'm not where I want to be. Right. Right. Uh, you know, I look at it kind of like athletes, you know, comedy like sports. Right. You could be uh, you could be not good at it, but still get like a crazy max contract because your agent's good or, or your marketing is good or you sell tickets, whatever the reason. You hit it at the right time. Yes. Or you could be phenomenal. You could be phenomenal and just nobody knows you. You just you're stuck on the end of the bench. Uh, you know, you got to be a little bit of both. You got to be a little bit of everything, the business side and and the showing up and doing the work side. Comedy is no different than that. Not at all. And, and, and that's the thing is like you having those those sort of mile markers, if you will, in place as sort of progress checks, if nothing else to keep you accountable is a huge thing. So. I'm actually I'm really intrigued by that, and it's been a while since we've been able to sit down and talk about it. So that's pretty <laughs> uh, so, fucking interesting, my guy. So I guess I guess my question to everybody is like, hey, you tell you, don't tell me. You tell you, like, what have you done to earn your place in your crowded workspace in your life and in, in your, your because that's the beauty of it, right? Is you can morph that through anything. It doesn't have to be comedy. It doesn't have to be anything related to making people laugh. If if you're a gymnast. What have you done to separate yourself from others in the crowded landscape of gymnasts? Because that's that's anything that isn't just filling a body slot in, in whatever bullshit nine to five job or assembly line worker job, whatever. It's going to be crowded of people that think that they can do it and people that are doing it. Yep. What makes yep. you different? What makes <laughs> you different? What did you do today? I tell Excellent. you what, man, it, 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 you could fuck. You could apply it to fighting. Oh, okay. <laughs> What, whatever, whatever, whatever thing, what makes you different? Like, let's get it in and fighting. And, and obviously we had a big fight over the weekend. Yeah. Boy, did you watch any of it? I, I watched all of it. I watched I all did. of the fights. I was this close to getting, I, okay. I'm, I get a little animated about it. I was this close, this close. Like my fingers are really close for people on audio land. I was this close to buying the pay-per-view and I didn't because I was like, I feel like it's going to be a waste of money. I'm glad I didn't pull the trigger, Lloyd. Okay, so I kind of have uh, I have a a love hate with this with this thought process <laughs> of like it wasn't worth it or was it worth it? Like pay per views, I think you have to understand that pay per views are are going to be worth it because you get to see it. Like you can't the suspense of it all is what you're buying. I, I mean, agree. if you didn't if you didn't enjoy the fight or you don't enjoy fighting then read the box scores i just didn't think it was worth it because i said it beforehand and i'm gonna sound like a uh a hindsight type of person don't whenever. sell out your irish people i'm uh, i'm i'm gonna <laughs> I, I i think connor's done and i think last night sealed it for me i think that I think that's connor's done uh Oh, you oh, you guys don't have those links? Okay. Uh freaking message me unofficially. We'll <laughs> we'll figure this one out. I'm just saying I think that if I just had $70 burning in my pocket, I would spend it for the quality and the support. But um Connor is that guy that we were just talking about. He gets yep. butts and seats, he gets eyeballs on him. Is he the best fighter? Probably not anymore. Will you have more fights? Most likely. Why? Because he sells tickets. And 
he just has to show up. He's at that level. He's got to show up, and he already sells tickets. <laughs> so what do you think now? Because let's be real, man. Connor is 32, 31, 32. He's getting up there in terms of fighting age. Now, granted, you see a lot of UFC guys get to that 38, 39 mark before they kind of start to wane off right mm -hmm. off into the sunset. But typically that, that peak prime is right around here. With an ankle breaking like that, I don't know, uh, man. I, I think, don't know. I think that uh, Dana White has this amazing ability to milk the golden cow until <laughs> – until he's got hamburgers and then he, then he lets the hamburger, he lets whatever's left go to Bellator or bare knuckle boxing or wherever it is. So I think we're going to see if, if Connor fights again, which he will, because fighters are yeah. those guys. He still makes money. It's not like he's making a hundred thousand dollars a fight. He's making millions of dollars a fight. He'll show up. We'll see three, four more fights. And then if we're lucky, two more boxing matches with him against a YouTube star or <laughs> fucking an NBA player, somebody. It, it, at least at least if McGregor goes the route of fighting YouTube stars, he'll be close enough to his fighting career. So it won't be some shit like we saw <laughs> with old uh, – what's his name? Now I'm dropping it. Uh, ben. Uh, Mayweather? Yeah, uh, oh, no, Ben. ben. Askren. Yes, <sighs> with Askren. Just literally like Askren walked out there like a dude that just came straight off the couch. Like – legitimately was damn near pros versus Joe's. And it's, yeah, I mean, so, uh, so I, I was hoping, I was hoping that it was going to be better, but I knew, no, but I knew better. So the thing is like Mike Tyson has a saying, everybody has a plan until he gets punched in the mouth. Right. And I think that Ben Askren knows how to get that. He, he knows what it's like to get punched in the mouth. I knew it was over for Ben though, when he was holding up his hands like this, oh, yeah. bro, yeah. when his yeah. hands were like this in a boxing match, I was just like, Oh, he did no training whatsoever. This is about to be ugly. Would you put your hand out like like this? Like ah, uh, and you're leaning back like ah, uh, you 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 fucked. You you <laughs> fucked up, son. When you're throwing punches like this, like, <laughs> you're not a real boxer, bro. Like, but I hate you know, to tell you. Ben Askren is not known for his striking. And he never was. Like and never so, will. You no, know, and, and and so like I don't want to. I don't want to sit there and say, oh, well, he did this. I'm just saying. That dude literally walked out there with like a cup titties. Like he had been on the couch for a while. At least if McGregor were to go that route, I think he'd be in a little bit better shape. Probably take it a little bit more serious. I think that McGregor is known for striking. Uh, he 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 likes striking. Uh, he's got that very wide stance, which is very very good for boxing. Very horrible for MMA. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I think that nobody in their right mind, I don't care, Lo Logan Paul, uh, Jake Paul, Jake Logan, Logan Jake, I don't know who's who, but they'd be ridiculously The one insane. that didn't run up on the suicide forest. That motherfucker. That, yeah, the one that didn't steal McGregor's or uh, uh, Mayweather's hat. Like, yeah. that guy. I don't know. I, I think that um, it's a horrible idea to get in the ring with, with Conor McGregor. If you are not top elite, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Dustin Poirier to get in the ring and face that guy. You have to be some sort of crazy ass monster. Yeah. So, so already you see Connor crying about the illegitimate win. Like that was all over ah. you know, just straight up like, ah. oh, you're doing this. So the, the, the sports casters are already talking about a rematch Poirier versus McGregor four, right? I don't think that would be smart. 
I want to see I want to see Conor McGregor just beat up a bunch of trash cans. I, I that's what I like. In all honesty, that's what needs to happen. I think for Conor, for both like an injury deal yep. as well as his reputation, he needs to beat up a couple of soda cans. Yep. Take them to yep. the house. Make it not even close. One for the injury aspect, so he can get back. I think it's imperative he hits somebody that can strike but has a very limited ground game. If he zero ground, like <laughs> zero ground game. Don't don't take much of a crown game, Connor, because that ankle is not gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be I, used against you. You know, I I could if I was Dana White, God forbid, I would just throw a bunch of people that are on the fringe into the top fifteen so they can be ranked, so that Connor could just take on this like number twelve guy from fuck bumfuck nowhere. Let's yeah. Let him just roundhouse him until oblivion and see how that goes. And that's like. It's it's literally got to be something because he's at this point he needs his confidence back he needs his aura back he needs something that last night was the worst outcome for him the second to worst outcome for him the only other thing that would have yeah. been bad is he would have gotten full on knocked out or submitted yeah uh, you know a freak uh, it's a freak accident it's for literally sure. a freak accident and people go well you know Anderson it's like Anderson Silva or like um rock you know uh rock Holden's like nah that's not the same that is not the same like getting kicked and breaking your leg or checking a kick and getting your leg broken that's kind of par for course that's he broke they broke their legs because they threw a kick and they got checked that's there's why no, you there's, check there's literally nothing you can do about that right yeah. like because they said that his ankle probably broke on the check, and it was when he went to step back was when it said, yep. which, hey, look, Maybe. it Maybe. happens. Yeah, That's literally why they train. That's why they train the way that they do on the heavy bags. They're aware of the kicking zones, and then yep. just like you said, that's what you're there. When you block these guys, when you – like. That's kicks. why you check. That's why yeah. you check kicks. You check a kick because, A, you could break his leg. But more yep. so, it's going to hurt him, it's and he's going to go, hey – Let's not do that again. Yeah. So freak, uh, you know, that is literally a freak accident. If if there was ever a freak accident in, in the UFC, um, I will say going into this fight, I'm kind of tired of Connor. I was a big Connor fan. Big you at two brute at two for Anna for Anna. Yeah, I was yelling that in random places. It made no sense. Dude, I'm telling you, man, like so many people are like, I'm I'm over Connor. I'm over Connor. And me, I, I don't care. Like, I still like the guy, but I think the hype train of McGregor for me kind of was done after that Floyd Mayweather fight. Like, obviously, he's still big time, still going to rake it in. But for me, the big hype train surrounding McGregor all died down after that loss to Floyd Mayweather. I think... I kind of lost interest when he was throwing hand trucks into bus windows. Like it, yeah. the, the whole, if you remember the whole video, it looked like a WWF promo. Yeah. Just everything. Like I was like, what is going on? I love, I love WWE. I do, but I love MMA. I, I don't need to see them both at the same time. Like once <laughs> you, you start, you didn't want the crossover, bro. No, not at all. And if I see Conor McGregor throwing big elbows off the top rope at WrestleMania, whatever next year is, I'm done. I'm done. Wow, I'm out. You just didn't realize that this was universe building for the WWE and UFC because Brock Lesnar is basically going to be the Doctor Strange of this storyline. All right, because Brock Lesnar somehow he somehow time traveled from the WWE. 
F at that time, I think yeah. it was, before they got sued by the World Wildlife Foundation. So okay, he did all that, time traveled, goes to UFC, wins three fights, then gets his ass kicked, goes back to WWE. He's going to come back to UFC to then bring it back together to the WWE. So you're saying that Brock Lesnar and CM Punk are the Nexus events in the yes in the yes. WWE UFC timeline. It's basically like Brock Lesnar's like I see so many different fortunes of the WWE and uh, we can make four of them a reality. <laughs> and I'm gonna get rich in 14 million of these versions. And no matter what happens, I'm gonna be rich and famous and get punched a whole lot less. Yes. Let's like, take. Hey, 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 Brock, uh, listen to this. Uh, you can kick people in the head for real, and you don't have to do a fucking uh, shining star press off the top rope and break your neck. How about that? How's that? Let's make... What's that? No. Oh, I was okay. listening to you. My bad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, and Ronda Rousey are the Nexus events in this universe. I'm, I'm there. I'm, you know what? I'm all about it now. Conor McGregor, let's go. <laughs> Fuck you. He, he's going to be in there like, and it's going to be a whole bunch of like really shitty Irish accents too. Because you're only going to be able to afford two main Irish people. So this is just going to be like, oh, did you hear his interview while he was sitting with a broken leg? Joe Rogan was like, first of all, you're fucked up. Let me just, let me just squat down here. Let me just, okay. <laughs> He's like, I didn't understand a word that he's saying. Yeah, fucking, fucking your wife, fucking something, something DM, fucking Christ. That and was that, the yeah. That's why Poirier was like, and that's why you're on the floor, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Poirier is like, uh, does he get a translator? <laughs> Dude, that's that's like that next level Northern English shit. Like, you've got American rednecks and hillbillies. That's the English version of that shit. <laughs> You hit like the mountains of Tennessee, and everybody's like Boomhauer from King of the Hills. You're like, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, all right, man. <laughs> you only like literally. We're looking at Tyson Fury's uh, Instagram just to see if he would translate it. <laughs> like <laughs> Tyson Fury, Gypsy King. What is he saying? I got no fucking idea. No fuck. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Uh man. But yeah, it was a, it was a good card overall. I think. The things that you want to watch if you have to go back is the Taito Avasa fight against Greg Hardy, the mm. the former uh, Dallas Cowboy. Dallas Cowboy defensive end. And yep, and just like in Dallas Cowboy fashion, he got the lights turned out on him. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that that Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, I especially if if I don't know, but if the accusations are accurate about Mr. Hardy. And the beating on women, which he reportedly did prior to. I think he admitted to it. I, I don't remember if he admitted, but either way, if he's guilty of that, fuck it. He deserved to be knocked out. Oh, he gets yeah. knocked out again, damn it. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, like, uh, he's got a decent record, but because he's been fighting literally dumpster fires, like nobody. guys that haven't, yeah, nobody. Nobody. If, nobody. If, they, if I could gain another 112 pounds, they might put me in the ring with Greg Hardy. It's like stop doing the cherry picking, man. Get a fight. Yeah. Get a damn fight, bro. Well, Ty Tuivasa is a banger, and I love his post fight interview. Was like, oh, these these guys want to bang with me. Pick a different bloke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a gangster. He put him out. Yeah. Night, 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 night. Mm. Yeah. So, um, 
In other news, my guy. Other news. Let's go. This 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 has been something that's been on the radar. We've talked about it probably ad nauseum on here, and I know most people don't want to hear about it. Lugs.com. But it is ooh, Lugs is always a good one. Lugs.com. Not <laughs> great shipping, seven dollars. <laughs> the only person this will give nausea to is the one that's missing. We don't care about his opinion. <laughs> no, so it shut us down before. Year oh. and change ago, oh, it geez. shut us down, shut everything down. We're starting to get a new surge in that Delta variant, and it's taken over half of the cases here in the United States. Do you think, realistically, we're facing another shutdown? Um, do you? Let's start with you. Let, let's let's hear Taryn's opinion first, because I'm going to go the exact opposite. Which way do you go? Go. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think they want to shut shit down. I don't think people are going to have it. We're not going to take it. Like, seriously. Like, so they just came out like a week or two ago, I think it was, when when the Delta variant was really starting to gain its first bit of footing here in the United States. Because it's way more transmissible than the initial strain of COVID, right? This is the Delta variant, whatever. It's way more transmissible. They started two weeks ago saying, ah, maybe we should go back to masks, people. And we're going to keep an eye on the future because we might have to kind of bring it all back down. But then we hit the election. We hit all the shit that happened with the election, the politicization of COVID and everything else that comes out. Then vaccine rolls out and we got a shitload of vaccines. I don't see a scenario where if they decide they want to shut shit down, I can't fathom the American people as a collective just be okay with that. it. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so two things. Uh, let me hold on. Let me get my tin foil and put this hat on real quick. Hold on. You okay. Do it. Do it. Uh, so they're blaming the Delta variant on the non-vaccinated. I believe so. Yeah. Well, Which, well, they said what it originated in India and spread from there. Maybe they're blaming it on non-vax. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think I think all what Google wants me to think is that <laughs> Google showed me these things where they're saying, yeah, the um, the the unvaccinated is what's mutating it and transmitting this Delta, right? Which just prompts everybody to try to get this uh, this vaccine. Which I mean, depending on whatever side of the fence you are on that, I mean, that seems to be pretty plain and clear that they want everybody to get vaccinated. Okay, uh, there's that. But also, I think. Um, uh, Las Vegas opened so fast. It literally, like, there was no, like, um, what do you call it? There was no, there's no ramp up. We just went from, like, barely, barely open to 100% open in four months. Y'all did, y'all pulled the Tropic Thunder, man. Y'all went full retard. Full open, just full open in zero ramp up time. So I think the issue is um, they know that they're going to shut down. And they're just going to grab all of the money that they can. Like, hey, let's open 100%. Let's grab all this money and let's hope for the best. You really think we'll shut down again? You think that's a possibility? Um, I think it is definitely on the table. I think it's a conversation that's that's going to be had. I don't, sure. know, I don't know how they would go about it, man. Like, when you look at how much people... Even with when they just lifted mask mandates, right? When the CDC came out and said, we're doing away with mask mandates, we're going to do this. It was like instantaneously, all of a sudden, half yep. the country was fully vaccinated and didn't need yep. their mask, right? 
I I can't imagine they try to be like, hey, let's mask back up. You got to get back in your house. Oh, hey, we're going to telework too while we're at it. I just don't see that going over, man. The funny thing about Vegas was like, I think it was June 1st. We're like, hey, uh, on July 1st, we're going to like open up. Like no mask required if you're vaccinated, uh, social distancing, all that. They say this on June 1st for July 1st. And everyone goes, well, June, July, same, same, fuck it, no masks. And yeah. they just and nobody enforced it. I nobody. I'm curious if we shut down. Let's say we shut down, and they go, "Hey, all of you know, all of these precautions, and nobody does it." Can they, like, they don't have enough resources to shut every restaurant down, every store down, to find everybody? They'll pass. They'll pass the mandate, but ain't nobody gonna do it. Yeah, and. and- these dumbass mandates. Like, I, I did love that, right? When, when yep. they first come out with that mask mandate, hey, we want you to wear a mask everywhere that you go or else. And then yes. the American public was like, or else what? They're like, consequences. And the American public's like, what consequences? Bad ones. Silence. Just Bad. silence. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just look at, well, we can't actually enforce it because of, yes. you're like, Wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> that was pretty much how it felt. You're like, um, so really, y'all just got no authority to do nothing, but you just say a whole kind of, like all kinds of stuff, huh? Okay. I got remember, it. I remember March of twenty. Uh, my buddies in in uh, Europe and in Asia, they were calling me and emailing me, being like, "Hey, don't don't take this shit lightly. Like it's it's wild out here." So me and my wife were like, "Okay, we." We literally locked down on the first of March, which was mm. two weeks before um, the national pandemic the, was hit. Yeah, and then so when we're walking. Yep, so we're walking around with masks at Costco, stocking up, and all this. And then ma- I remember distinctly, managers would literally came down like, "Hey, like if you could just take your mask off because we don't want to like uh, scare anybody." You know, like there's a pandemic. You know, there, there there's there's news and stuff if you take your mask off it'll just make everyone feel more comfortable like it was so strange and a year later it's like i don't know man um i i could see i could see it shutting down again on paper but uh places like here they're, they're not going to take it there's places in the, in the south that just go oh yeah, yeah what well, i mean sure there's there's good. there's what 10 states right now that have a political affiliation that leans a certain way that would discredit the vaccine and those states have less than 35% of their, their eligible population that could get vaccinated. Less than 35% of them are vaccinated. The experts are predicting the level of transmissibility as well as some of the more deadlier components of this because how fast it works is going to devastate these states. And even if they were to do that, I would still probably say that some of those states are going to look at the government and be like, fuck you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've become completely desensitized to a lot of things, especially when it comes to numbers, like deaths, right? 35% of, let's say, a state that has a million people. That's you have three, no frame of reference. Right, right. I mean, million, that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking people, right? More than you care to count. Can't fit them all in a room. So you got to say like, okay, 350, let's say 35% of a million is what, uh, 350,000 people? That doesn't fit in a stadium. That's a lot of people. They're going to die? Fuck. Yeah. But you know. If you think about it, even in terms of what we've had, 
American COVID deaths to date, the highest attendance number collegiate stadium is Michigan, right around that 108, 111, I think, somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah. We've essentially been able to fill that stadium to capacity six times over. Six times. Six, six times. times. We've reached over that 600K mark. Six times we've been able to fill the big house in Michigan, and you just literally fill it up, kill everybody, bring in the next one. Six yep. times over. <laughs> hey, come on in. Hey, you got your ticket? You got your ticket? Yeah, ticket come, on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, let me frisky over here. Okay, down this way. You're down, down this, this aisle. Way. Boom. Everybody's fucking dead. They just do it all over. Yep. Six times. Um, so I pre I said I started saying that with the preface of like, it's unfortunate. That's a lot of people. For They're sure. all people: fathers, husbands, wives, daughters, all of that. But play dumb games, get dumb prizes, and well, if that's how you feel, then be American and accept that option. To, to the end, I don't know. God bless you. <laughs> no. God damn you. That's what I say. It's all fun and games till Nana dies. <laughs> it's uh, on a side note, even like, you know, when people sneeze, the polite thing to do is be like, oh, bless you. Bless you. Yeah. But, you know, other people throw extra in it. Oh, God bless you. God bless mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. I'm that level of asshole that when people sneeze, I'm going to be like, no, damn you. Damn you. <laughs> damn you by the new gods and the old. God damn you specifically for sneezing. Three feet yeah. from me. <laughs> yeah, man. It's um I it's weird. Like uh, I'll I still wear my masks, uh, just because A, uh, that's how I feel most comfortable. I could talk shit under my breath, you probably won't hear it. And uh it hides the fact that I'm Asian. I will say that that's not true, Loy. Yeah, you're right. It's not, but I like it's my comfort blanket. Right? <laughs> right? It's just my security blanket. <laughs> I will say I did miss the shit out of it first because I didn't realize in the year that we had had masks how much I really fucking shit talked people yeah. with the mask on. Yeah, like at a at a very yeah. low yeah. murmur, pretty much at all <laughs> constant times. It just it'd be something. <laughs> it, it'd be a fucking face. It'd be. <laughs> 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 I actually, it's, it's funny because I actually caught myself, I don't know how many times, without the mask after I'd gotten my vaccination done. I'm sitting there like walking by people like, I was making fun of this motherfucker, but uh, uh, <laughs> no, I got Tourette's. I got Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, like, We've been open for officially uh, two weeks. We've been realistically open for a month, but like people see me with my mask on and they just sit there and go, oh, oh, we're still doing that? It's like, yeah. And what's funny is I work in the public. So people go, oh, are you wearing a mask because you're not vaccinated? And I'm like, no, I'm wearing a mask because I don't know if you are. I don't they, fucking trust you. Yeah. And like then they that, get upset. They get upset. Yeah, I don't. I, and, and, and it's really funny to me, right? Like, so I had a cold uh, a few weeks back. I actually got sick because I had to miss that uh, podcast. From You're me, always right? sick, bro. So with with even just that one, I'm fully vaccinated. I was walking around with a mask. I fully understand me wearing a mask doesn't protect me from other people for the most part. Mm -hmm. But it does protect other people from me should I have something. So even in that fucking instance, 
when I'm completely miserable, not feeling good, I had to go somewhere. I threw on a mask to make sure other people didn't get yep. my shit. Yep. I don't understand how something so simple has become such a symbolism of of weird fucking divide in America. Because Asia, you know, before before this, that was very common where people go, oh, they see like an old Asian person walk around the airport and like, why are you wearing a mask? It's because they're sick. They're sick and they don't want everyone else to get sick. Right. And, you know, it's such a strange concept to like in America to do what's best for the community. For everybody else. Yeah. It's because that's not what we are, right? We're 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 individuals at the basic level, but then we go into weird ass groups at the political level, whatever. But I get to I get to leave that group whenever I want. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an individual, I'm free. Uh, fucking yeah, people don't people don't understand what, what that collective I wouldn't even say sacrifice because sacrifice isn't the right term, but that that collective momentum to do an action for the greater good. We are you can tell that our nation has some youth in that area for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, I think there's going to be riots in the streets. Mm. If we if we if a state a governor goes, hey, we're going to lock down and this is the good for everybody. They're going to get impeached They're they're going to raid that Capitol building and just throw them out. And that's that's the shitty part, right? Like, even if, medically speaking, this becomes a necessary thing to shut shit down. Like, you know on a trajectory you're going to save millions of lives. People Nobody wants to hear it. People still would choose their route because politics have intertwined so much. It's fucking yep. nuts, man. It's nuts. <sighs> I mean, isn't that the gang mentality, right? Whatever the gang does, I do. Yeah. Gang, gang, son. Gang, gang. Yeah. It's like whatever whatever my guy says, we'll do it, even though it doesn't make sense to me. It's it's not my guy that has an issue. It's your, your guy. guy. Cross the aisle. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to acknowledge any of your good ideas. Only my side has good ideas, goddammit. Fucking politics, bro. I that's why I stay away from it because you're always wrong. What what realize what it comes down to like no one's ever really right because the politicians are just gonna do what they want regardless. They're gonna regardless. shift the goalpost on you because you'd be like, hey, look, I think uh I, I I mean I understand what you're saying, but there's also like this little bit maybe you didn't think about. Did you just say that you're okay killing babies? Whoa. Yeah. Why why is Whoa. killing babies and smoking weed on the same bill? Like why is like recycling Whoa. and <laughs> if you smoke marijuana, you will kill your child. You're like that's not the same bill. Like no, it's the same bill. Why? Because that's how we wrote it. Yeah, that's exactly what we did, god damn it. And, you know, I, I think my observation and again, I'm still wearing my tinfoil hat. I think that uh, you're right. They do change the goalpost on us. The politicians change the goalpost on us. But the you take a further step back and you realize, like, oh, they're not even playing that game. They aren't even they're not even playing a game. They are somewhere else doing something else. They just let us think that there's a game being played. Bro, we we <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic, we we literally got a peek behind the curtain, like. We talked about it here with some of the meme stocks, all that Reddit, Wall Street bets bullshit back and forth with sticking it to the man over GameStop stocks and yep. AMC and Dogecoin and everything else. We found a way to stick it to the man. 
We literally had it revealed to us that those in positions of authority and power with money play by a different set of rules. We literally looked at it and they were like, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, yeah. uh, here's some political fodder. And we're like, okay, we'll go after the political fodder. Like what the You're fuck like, just uh, happened? Uh, aliens, aliens, yeah. UFOs real quick over here, guys. UFOs. Let's, <laughs> let's throw out racism and abortion. They'll, they'll, they'll go talk about that for the next five years. We can keep over here, fucking them over in their money. Like, what? Man, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is wild. It is wild. And, um, I, I wanted to ask, you know, now that we're kind of come, moving back, like, if you could, in your job, would you work from home if that was an option? 100%, without question. And if it's not an option, would you fight for that option? Absolutely, mm. without question. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? I mean, we, we're in this weird-ass time, right, where, where people are on Facebook and Twitter and everything bitching about the worker shortages and this and what have you. And Oh, it's because the government's giving unemployment, paying people to be lazy. And it's like, hey, motherfucker. Anybody's paying me to stay at home and be lazy. I'm gonna fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. And you're lying. You are fucking lying if you say, "Oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do." No, you're a liar. Well, because the politicians they do work from home. They show up to cap, but like they take recesses. The reason why, if you, if anyone was curious, the reason why Congress uh, takes uh, recess during the months, like during the summer months, is because back in the day before they had AC. It would get too hot, and then they would just go, "Hey, let's just do go on this recess and come back when it's cooler." And they just haven't told anybody about this, and they've just been doing it since the invention of air conditioning. They had AC the next year, all right. Literally, yeah, yeah. literally in eighteen twelve, they had AC the next year. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, well, this is a good thing. We've hey, been getting hey, away hey, with hey. it for so long." Hey, 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 hey. Let's keep the shit down. Shut <laughs> and I, th I think it's, I think it's probably the same thing why they do recess around uh, around the holidays too. Oh, it's too cold in DC. We don't have heat. These marble floors, man, they so really soak up the heat. And it just pushes through my uh, my UGG boots, man. <laughs> my lug boots? My lugs. Pushes lugs? my lugs. <laughs> you know, buy one get one fifty percent off. What? <laughs> and, and and it's always flat rate shipping. Seven dollars, folks. From a lugs. business <laughs> from a business standpoint, it's like wait. I can pay people to stay at home. The there's a tax write-off for their home internet. Uh, I don't have to buy a building or parking lot or electricity or supplies or any of these things. Why would I not want them to be home? It's because they have this archaic idea of just being like, well, if I can't see you, I can't monitor you. I can't make sure you're working, which is what kind you, of you saw it with Amazon, right? Like Amazon just got busted on this shit. Like for everything that Amazon does about, oh, we support this and workers' rights and minimum wage, motherfucker, you have enough money to do that. But I see mm. what you're doing, Amazon. You're being yeah. shysty and influencing yep. politicians, yep. Comp edging out your competition. That's yep. a different discussion. Totally Amazon, different. Yeah, that's big time tinfoil hat. <laughs> oh no, that, that, that's exactly how business works. The thing True. is this, right? Hey. Amazon, all the resources. Real quickly, if they just increase the minimum wage, they are going to force people who have some small mom and pop shops, they can't afford to raise the minimum wage, and then they just become the only game in town. That's Shut everybody the fuck out. And and, you, and yep. they're slick. It's, it's happening, right? But you think you think Dick's Sporting Goods is gonna be able to pay their employees uh 
twenty dollars an hour or anywhere close to it now. Anybody else, dude? Amazon is like the number two employer in the United States right now, next, next to, to the, the government. government. Yeah. <laughs> and it is looking to surpass that. It yeah. will surpass that based on their trajectory. I think they said by 2024 or 2025. But back to what you're saying, Amazon got busted for all the bullshit that they were talking about, workers' rights and doing all this. And what we want to be this upstanding company. They just got rid of their little time to task thing. And they mm -hmm. only got rid of it because it got brought into light by some bullshit, uh, not bullshit, but some undercover investigation. And they kept saying like, oh, no, 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 no. We weren't doing that to monitor when people were fucking off. We were doing that to make sure if tools and everything uh, we got were efficient enough. And only rarely was it ever used for potential trouble of some employees. Nah, bro. You motherfuckers is micromanaging. <laughs> yeah. Like and macro, micro to the to the nuance. Like, yeah, it's in I get it. It's a business, right? You have the tools, you have GPS. You think UPS would have done that if they had that 20 years ago? Of course they would. Of course sure. they would. Uh I, I think with Amazon, um, yeah, Amazon is just filing everybody out. And and I mean, to some degree, I'm okay with it. It's sad. But it's like going somewhere, let's say I need a, a baseball glove. I got to go somewhere yep. to go get it, right? I got to go talk to somebody. I got to try these things on. I got to like hope that they have it. Do you know what it's like to go to the Gap and go, yeah, I want this shirt. And they're like, oh, we don't have your size. And I'm like, okay, so yep. oh, no options. Just go to a different Gap, go in my car, go somewhere else. Get your beaten feet, fella. We ain't got your size. Fuck Amazon. Literally, if you could narrow it down to three, actually they do. Buy now, find thing. Buy now, and then it shows up. Fucking amazing, bro. We we're getting an Amazon literally a warehouse twenty minutes up the road from me, and that means that after they get everything set up, I'm gonna have two hour drone delivery. Fucking amazing. You know what I'm like? I'm fully aware of of the uh, enticing evil of Amazon. <laughs> Well, because we don't think about it. It's like, oh, I don't need this cord in three months. I need this cord now. Like, I don't, I, I don't like, I'm not yeah. thinking like, oh, will I need this cord in three months? Let me just buy it preemptively. No, people just go, I want this now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amazon, Amazon cornered that fucking market. Amazon sent me something that I didn't order in a box of stuff that I ordered, right? So I'm looking at this thing and I was like, same day. Is this is this the future? Like, am I going to need this thing in in the future? That's it's addictive. It's sitting right here. It's like right here. It's like uh, just in case. I don't know when I'm gonna need it, but it's it's fucking here, dude. That's that's like even more that tinfoil hat. What's gonna start to be is like with your your Amazon devices listening and shit. Yep. It's gonna do that and be like based on your shopping history and what we heard in this household. We think that you are going to need an air filter soon. So here you go. <laughs> yes, it's like Minority Report. There's just three guys, Whoa. three white guys in the water, just like uh, Lloyd's going to need some pens. He's three, been writing Three a lot. white guys with a double-sided arrow that makes a smiley face. <laughs> Paper clips. Send that now. <laughs> I think uh, he's, he's going to need one of the Amazon Basics phone chargers because – He's been bitching about his phone charger. Ping. <laughs> a, ball, a wooden ball rolls down the thing. Like, oh, put it in the box. <laughs> Get it there. Um, this is the shittiest lottery I've ever played in my life. <laughs> I know. I'm like, fuck. 
but yeah, uh, you know, it, but I will say when I was in Albuquerque, which they are getting their warehouse, it might already be up, but it was strange. Amazon Prime, three or four days. Like it, it, it was weird. You go, oh, buy now. And they're like, hey, we are going to get it on Friday of next week. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, that's that bullshit, right? Because Amazon Prime for the longest time used to be free two-day shipping. Yep. Free two-day shipping. Yep. And still technically they're free two-day shipping. But those motherfuckers would be like, oh, well, that doesn't include the processing of your order that takes a week and a half. You bitch. <laughs> yeah, two-day, two free-day shipping, which it's like it's all capital, two-day shipping. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, no, 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 we're not saying you get it in two days. That's just what we call our shipping. It's two-day shipping. Yeah. You, We're shipping it. Today, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you get it in a week. Yeah. Oh, those motherfuckers too. When they do that shit, oh, your item has shipped. You go like check on it for the status. You pull up the tracking deal, and it's like the label has been printed. We are waiting to receive this item. Bitch, that ain't shipped. That is not shipped. Uh, did you ever notice like sometimes uh, it shows you where it is on the map, and sometimes it just goes well. <laughs> it's like uh. Yeah, we your know where <laughs> we know where some of your shit is, and then sometimes like we have no fucking clue where it is. <laughs> like, I, I love I love the ones that'll be like out for delivery, and then it takes like two days for it to get to me, and you're like, but it was out for delivery like two days ago. It was on the delivery truck. You said that. <laughs> no, no, like uh, literally, the driver hasn't slept yet. He's just been <laughs> driving around trying to get these fucking packages out. <laughs> Because that's the other thing is, I guess those motherfuckers can't go home until every package is delivered. So you could be done in six hours. You could be done in 16. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> could you imagine just like you pull up whatever fucking futuristic tablet they have and it's like, oh, I guess I'm going to clock out tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, just um, like imagine that you're like, oh, yeah, I got this job. Da, 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 da. Cool. You go in and you're like, oh, you got 120 packages delivered. Oh, nothing. But they're all spread out throughout the city. Have fun. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. Oh, God. You're literally going to like every quadrant. <laughs> yeah. Back repeating. Why are they all two-hour shipping? Like, <laughs> I, I can't get to all of these places in two hours. <laughs> like, it doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Why did you do this to me, man? <laughs> uh, what, else, what else we got going on, man? Oh, We've been shitting on Amazon. Now we're just going to get rolled up in a white unmarked van overnight what, Dude, what else no, are we talking about no, and our fucking prime accounts are going to get canceled you can't read yep. another movie again man yeah alexa says go fuck yourself <laughs> she's gonna pop up that toon, 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 announcement yep uh, <laughs> bezos says go fuck yourself and then you just see a picture of scrooge mcduck swimming in coins <laughs> and he's just sitting there like I'm going to space right now. You can fuck off. <laughs> Life is like a hurricane <laughs> in Bezos. Dude, that's, I ain't got shit. I'm fucking over here just. But, you know, I think where we started this is like working from home. Yeah. Like if you think about it, it makes sense. We couldn't do it before because of the Internet, you know, yeah. the capabilities of the Internet and technology. But now you can do almost everything from your from your home. It's like why would I – want to go back to a cubicle away from my house. Why would where, you why would you want them to be back in a cubicle? I think of I that did, from the business yeah, standpoint, yes, right? Like yes, you yes. could cut so much costs out of your operating expenses by that simple move because then everybody else's uh equipment at the house is subsidized 
by their own, so they get tax write-offs yep. or however, yep. but you don't come out of pocket to pump water, electricity, and internet. I bet you they get tax write-offs. I bet you there is some like because it only makes sense. But it's so archaic. Where it's like if if I can't see you at nine oh one in your cubicle, you must not be working. Yeah, I definitely think that the draconian practice of that that hands-on monitoring is a huge role in this. A right. huge role in this. And and for the life of me, I don't understand it because I I I mean there was all kinds of studies. Granted, they were all a little preliminary and early, but you're working with a dynamic time frame. But the studies were talking about how much more worker production and everything went up at that point because people's work-life balance was yep. significantly improved. Well, do, do you know like the significance of a 40-hour work week, five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, eight hours a day, hour lunch break? Do you like know the psychology behind those like concrete numbers? I, I, I remember brushing up on something about it a while back, but no, give me give me that okay. refresher. There isn't one. It's arbitrary. They just yeah. figured eight and a half hour workday is too much. People's breaking point. 41 hours is their breaking point. Let's just scale it back to 40. There isn't a specific reason why we work 40 hour work week. Most countries in the world don't. Yeah. Korea, Japan. At least us. develop at least the developed ones, right? Like right. you're at 32 hours in Denmark, for an example, yep. as, as like your max cap. Yep. And for the life of me, again, I don't understand how when you have such a, a massive swath of information from countries and people that have done it for so long, because it's not a foreign concept in Japan, it's not a foreign concept in Denmark. It's been done for a long time. Yep. The fact that we have even <clears throat> Even one of the, the pillars of our society that we as Americans tout often in Henry Ford recognized early on as much as he hated everybody, any minority, any Jewish person. He was just a fucking asshole. And they quote this guy as this innovator and industrial. Age, which he was. Which he which was. He was. Which he was. Yep. Even he recognized the damage of a 40 hour work week and what that did for his people and looked to adjust the work schedule. Yep. To maximize production. Again, not because he gave a shit about his people, but just sheer production numbers. Yeah. I don't understand I mean, why. You know, uh, it, it's it's one of those things where those startups, you know, those uh, entrepreneur Silicon Valley startups that are like, they were the assholes because they had a foosball table. Capitalist. Yeah. They're the assholes because they had a, a foosball table and a beanbag in a, in a warehouse. Like, oh, that's not how you work. Yeah. I mean – if you know what a person can do in like in a day, right? Okay, this is the workload. This is how long this project will take. Here it is. Figure it out. Between now and when it's due, just figure it out. And I don't care. I don't care if you're here at 9. Why? If I'm pushing papers, why do I have to be here at 9 a.m.? That's the big question, man. Like I don't, I don't understand in any office setting outside of, of needing a group meeting for – actual sure yeah production or something i i don't see any reason why most people are in these buildings doing the things they're doing hey wednesday hey show up wednesday it's going to be a full day at work we're going to just be in meetings we're going to course correct we're going to figure it out and i was going to say uh, that would make sense is like a a quick gauge check yep. where are you at where are you at where are you at where are you at cool i yep. hope that you're improved by next week if you ain't i know you fucking off unless you told me something different 
that I would understand that if they'd adjusted like, hey, you've been fucking off, so no. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not if you ever wanted a job right now, whatever job you've ever wanted in your life, apply for it now. You're probably gonna get it if you just show up to the interview. Yeah. Just fire people. Does it say it needs a PhD? <laughs> COVID fucked that up, buddy. Yeah, this is my PhD. Dick. That's my PhD. I got a I got a play a haters degree. Does that count? And it does not. But did you that show up to the interview? <laughs> Anyways, let's get up out of here, brother. It was such a fucking pleasure to speak with you again. Just me, Dude. you, Eddie's probably just tearing his hair. Well, he doesn't have hair much hair. But he's probably just dying over there in Cincinnati. Eddie's powdering his titties. It's it's you because it's humid over there. You don't want you don't want swamp breast like <laughs> he puts a little bit under his titty and says, Hey, no sweat. No sweat. Oh, before we get out of here, you have a thing. You have a thing coming up. I do have a Tell thing. Tell me about Any, this thing. Anybody in the Omaha area you want to come out to the funny bone this Thursday, come on out. We're coming to have a comedy competition. It's clean comedy, so you know your boy doesn't do it well. You know he doesn't do clean comedy often. But he's going to give it a whirl because it's just what it is. And we got somebody, uh, ladies and gentlemen, since we are closing this show out, we have one last individual that uh, we should. Uh, nah, we oh, no, oh, no, no, no. We're we putting you on. You showed up. Hold on one second. There he is. Oh, hey. Hey. No. There he is. There he is. He Happy is birthday. still ugly. He is still probably smells <laughs> terrible. I feel bad for all the people that are around him right now. Fuck I hope you, you showered today. I hope you put I some powder sure underneath you know, them titties. You, I hope you put powder under them titties for all that sweat you got in that Cincinnati Nigga, there's no titties over here, you bitch-ass <laughs> niggas. Don't, don't play with me like that. I swear <laughs> to God, sir, I'm gonna fuck you up when I get to Omar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally twisting nipples, son. I ain't even... Yeah. For Around, he got that right? Cincinnati. He got that Cincinnati. You know, internet. He's got that. He's got that Lake Effect internet right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, your internet. Yeah, his internet's trash. Yo, All right, that, Eddie. This is seven's internet, yo. Oh, oh, oh he's even with seven. Yeah, I ain't mad with it. I never met with seven. So what's up, brother? Appreciate everything you do. Thank I you. I ain't mad at it. This is this is the other guy who made that song. Yeah, what's good, yeah. Hey, appreciate you, Chet. Appreciate you, TQ. Fucking amazing. It's it's always good to meet the people since since Eddie wants to kind of like play gatekeeper and keep the people behind like an asshole for some reason. You know, just oh no, we ask. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What did he say? I don't know. They're just talking to themselves at this point. He said, he said, nah, we asked not to meet y'all. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I saw 37 seconds of one episode and I was like, fuck those guys. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Hey, yo, this shit, I just wanted to stop in. You know, I, I, my phone's dead, so I couldn't do anything. Someone, that's why, that's why they service some shit. They like seven still on a fucking iPhone five. So I got an iPhone five. You can see yeah, it. Okay. Is he on the Ryan Reynolds uh, Mint Mobile? Is that what's going on? <laughs> you can tell by the lack of megapixels on your picture. Is he even old enough to be on here? It's about that nigga no. older than all, all of us. Yeah, that nigga older than all of us. That motherfucker like forty five. Hey, what bro. time is it? He likes about to come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> you old young faced motherfucker. No, See, that's the difference. I, My parents didn't give a fuck. They didn't. They were like, oh, just don't, just don't die. I guess, so, or do it. I don't know. Whatever. So, so everybody out there on I'm getting trouble gets this last little bit of roast session. But we here for the shits. We do this. Yo, I know, right? Yo, hey, now nah, y'all enjoy the rest of this journey. I'm gonna jump out. Y'all here? For hey, the we, shit we, we jump with them flip flops at. Uh, oh, hey. flip flops! Hey, yeah, seven dollars flat, 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 flat rate shipping. Seven. Seven. Let me get the new seven dollar flat rate shipping for seven as well. Enter promo Buy code one. seven. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, uh, before we get out of here, Terrence, say that one more time. What day? Yes. What time? And Funny how do you Bone, it? Omaha. This Thursday, show starts at seven thirty. Doors open at six thirty. You can get out there. It's a clean comedy competition. Ooh. Your boy's gonna be out there. Trying to sling some jokes, trying to earn me a hosting spot. So if you support the the podcast, you want to support the man, this is him getting his foot in the door. It's a competition. Show out in droves. Support yeah. the boy. I'm out here kicking my fucking foot in the door in the Omaha comedy scene. Let's go, baby. Boy, right. my yeah, man. what's up? I love you. Great to have you back on here, bro. Good to see you. Every Mondays. I'll be here Mondays. Every other day, questionable. But Mondays, I'm here. Okay. That's, that's, that's. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Spit out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.